They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. that we were, you know, given from fallen angels, whatever, and cloning, homunculus, like that's a, that, you really tied into some of what I've been talking about too, where they create these vessels for these, these Nephilim spirits to abide in, because those are your demons, right? Those are, those are the Nephilim of old, they're spirits that didn't die out when their body died out, they got nowhere to go. So they're looking for vessels to take over. But again, like, I think also, too, people don't know how to detach. And I heard you were talking about, like, I, I don't know if it was on Sam's or something, but you were talking about NPCs, right? And it started making me think, obviously, there's been people that were non-characters in your life, right? You don't know who your neighbors and you don't really know what they do. But what I'm noticing more is that there just seems to be people that don't have any real thoughts or anything whatsoever. And what I was wondering is, were they always like that? Where they at one point like had ambitions and had things and then like slowly got chipped away either through drugs or different manifestation tricks of people like getting them involved in things that that they knew that they would be able to create these vessels Welcome to the one-on-one -on -one podcast with your host, Juan Ayala. Welcome back to another episode of the one-on-one podcast. And you might already be familiar with these gentlemen that I have with me today from Kill the Mockingbirds podcast. It got Sean and Joel today with us. And you guys, I had them on Illumani Confirmed the other day. I, I bamboozled them a little bit, but they did great. And we had a really good conversation over there. But I wanted to take it a little bit deeper and talk about some more occulted stuff on this side. And I'm recording on three different platforms to see if anything <laughs> happens. <laughs> but what's going on, guys? How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Always good. 
Good, brother. Great. Can you guys let people know where they can find your podcast at? Again, I know it's on my feed, but this will be out in a little bit later. Kill the Mockingbirds on all uh, platforms. Podcasting 2.0, Apple, Spotify. That's Kill the Mockingbirds, plural. You can find us on uh, Kill. The, we just changed our Instagram handle, so it's making it a little easier. Kill the Mockingbirds podcast on Instagram. Kill the Mockingbirds on Telegram. Awesome, awesome. And I know you guys have individual pages. Those are on there as well. And there's something yeah. that I need to address before we get started. All right. This is serious business. So, Joel, what the fuck, bro? What is up with the crickets on the burger? What are you what are you doing? I heard you say something on air the other day. What is all that about, dude? <laughs> yeah, man. I just think everybody's been getting like too tight with all this bug shit, man. Like, at the end of the day, like 80% of the world eats bugs in some form, right? It's been that way forever. This is nothing new. Uh, now, I'm completely against them trying to supplement meat for bugs. But, uh, yeah, man, I've got, a, I've got a grocery store by me. It's called Jungle Gems. There's two of them. They're only in Cincinnati, and they're touted as the largest grocery store in the world. Um, they sell bugs there. I've eaten bugs. I, I don't. They're they're pretty good. They got salt and vinegar crickets that are pretty good that I that I get every now and then. A lot of protein, man. I work out. I stay in the gym. So hey, it's nothing to me. Like, listen, I know guys that were you know special ops when they got out of high school with me, and you know they dropped those guys off in the woods, and part of their training is learning how to dig up grub worms, eat worms, you know, whatever. I, I don't think anything's wrong with the bug thing. Sean and I talked about on the podcast we think it's like more of a psyop to get everybody not to focus on the fake meat and all the fake shit they're pushing right now um bugs are just i mean they're like animals man they're they're, they're natural it's it's nothing to me it's nothing it's not that big a deal um you know in that aspect so yeah I eat bugs have you guys seen <laughs> the african village that makes burger patties out of mosquitoes dude I did uh, in passing. This was just not anything really uh, that I dug deep on. But there's a lot of, I mean, listen, man, culturally, man, there's all kind of, you know, delicacies that are done with bugs. Um, and some people have it as some of their main staples uh, in, in some of these cultures. So, yeah, it, people act like it's a new thing. Listen, I get Klaus Schwab and, and fuck that guy. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, I, I get it. Uh, nobody wants to be told what to do, and I completely agree with that. But you know, bugs are all right to me, man. I do not eat bugs, though. So this is what I'm talking about. These people, they're on a river or something like that, and the the bugs get so bad that they literally swing around a a pan. <laughs> you know, that's wild, man. Until they get wow. enough mosquitoes to collect. And dude, look at that! Oh, <laughs> holy oh, shit! That is so disgusting, bro. I am so good, bro. I'm I not, will yeah. totally eat that. I would totally do that. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, bro. Oh. Like, look at that. Looks pretty good, man. I'll do it. Uh, oh, oh man! Because I, I went to a vegan restaurant for the first time the other day, mm -hmm. my butt with my buddy Old World Florida in Miami, and I had pasta and like some broccoli or something like that some banging broccoli i think is what they called it and i mean it wasn't all that but 
it is what it is, right? People can eat whatever they want to eat. Have you guys seen that show Alone? I really like that sh- the the show yeah. Alone, where they have to survive with nothing for X amount of time. And how you're saying, like these guys that they train them specifically for that. When it gets to it, I think that you you'd be willing to do what right when you're in that mindset in the field. Like if you really think about it, if we were to go into some apocalypse or some some crazy nuclear warfare type of thing where it's a like area area 51 where it's like that what's that one video game the uh, fallout fallout it's like fallout you're going around it's like would you eat a person if you had to like if you had to brother was nothing have you seen the the andy cannibals where the plane crashed and the heat and they they ate the passengers that were dead yeah yeah, they they start with the legs first, right? If I'm correct, with the ass, no. I think it was like the like they literally was ate it? ass. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the guy cut the ass in the movie. That's where the ass eating start. Actually, the trend <laughs> that was the beginning well, of it. So, Sean, it's it's funny you bring that up though, right? Because we're we're talking about indoctrination. We're talking about how they're getting us used to all this stuff. Well, I had a theory as well that that's why all these rap songs of these women rappers like Nicki Minaj, like you want to eat my ass like groceries. And then you have the whole Dahmer thing where they're like pushing Dahmer so yeah. hard, like so hard. It's like, what, yo, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, what are yo, you talking Kevin to- Gates though, man? Kevin Gates talks about it. Like every other song, yeah, man. Like, that dude is always, he's been rapping about eating ass for a long time. Man. Yeah, man, I'm just saying like, bro, like I just don't like shit in my mouth, bro. Like I don't even like shit on my, on my hand. You know what I'm saying? Like my shoe, like I'm just good, bro. Like there's like levels, there's but lines, you do there's know morals. <laughs> you tell her to clean it before, bro. What are you, what are you doing? There's dude? still shit around there, bro. I'm sure I don't care how much they clean, man. I would have to like sandblast that shit myself to like know like all right man maybe maybe it's clean enough but you know there's some in that crap there's gonna be a little nugget in that in yeah. the spokes you know what I mean I you're like a in, little in the oh. spokes <laughs> <laughs> golly all right anyways so the the psyop that they're pushing where they wanna you know get people used to I, I said that the whole I I feel and some people disagree with me that media has gotten, I feel, more violent, more gory, oh, yeah. more oh, gruesome, yeah. right? Like the whole, what's that one show on Netflix, the the Korean one, the Squid Games, like that yeah. type of stuff. But yeah. I think that type of stuff happens in real life, bro. Yeah, absolutely, man. Look at like Hostel. Like that's, that's a real thing, man. Listen, these elites love to hunt people. They've been doing it for a long time, man. You can track it back to when, you know, right after – uh, World War II with the Nazis, man, when, you know, the, the all the generals and stuff were relocating and, and working for other governments, uh, you know, kind of like we did with Paperclip over here. But they were, I've watched some documentaries of some of these guys, man, they were going to these other countries, man, and they were just basically setting up what they did in Germany over with these other elites, man. And they would have these, you know, islands or blocks of forest or whatever, man. They'll just let people out. And it's like a regular like hunting trip to get on you- horses or whatever else, man, to hunt these people. It still goes on, man. You're completely right with that. Like this, man, uh, like baby's blood, man. People get all like, oh, baby's blood. That's a QAnon thing, bro. Drinking baby's blood has been around for centuries. This is nothing new, man. Sure. Like they are just, you know, I listened to that uh, that episode of yours on Tim Full Hat, man. And you said <laughs> something, you said something per- is really really that you know resonated too as far as that goes 
how that, you know, a lot of this stuff has been happening for generations, but it's just in different terms. So they're, it, you're just putting it in a different, a new spin on it now. Like you were even saying like the homunculus could even be like technology or like you said, even like a, a forum uh, uh, like Amazon, you were bringing that up, which I thought was really cool too. Because yeah, man, you got this like metaphorical way of looking at these, you know, uh, at alchemy, um, and and the literal sense. So they they play off each other, and I think that goes with anything, man. Like any rabbit hole you want to go down, it all ties back into the occult. Um, science isn't science. I don't care what anybody says, man. You look at what they're doing in CERN. You look at all that, it's all tied into religion. It's all tied into uh, occultism. Uh, it always has been. And it's kind of like what we were talking about, like uh, eugenics, right? Me and you were talking about yeah. how like eugenics kind of rebranded, and it's this new genics where they find ways for us to get rid of ourselves. You know what I mean? Instead of them determining how to get rid of us, they use propaganda and uh predictive programming different movies and, and dictating culture like look at the uh the the drill game you know like rap drill that's specifically about like making songs and killing people like mm -hmm. you're supposed to like you diss the yeah. person that you're supposed to kill them i think that's like the whole deal like you know like hey man you can't just diss them you got to go on his block and they've really wait wait can you what, wait, sean can you say that again what dude drill rap so you bat you bat. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm 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 a little bit exaggerating, it, right. like, but I'm saying like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I like I'm not I'm saying that like, but it's basically what it is. They're dissing each other and then they're going on each other's block and antagonizing each other until someone's dead. That's why there's so many rappers that are dying. Like besides like okay. the occultic rituals yeah. and stuff like that, it's because now the the culture's been built that way. You don't even need a record label to do this anymore. There's independent artists that are, are rapping like this and mm -hmm. talking about guns and getting killed and killing each other. We have built this culture, and that to me is that eugenics where they get us to eliminate ourselves without them doing anything. It's called auto-cannibalism, where they make you eat your own self up. And th there's... I'm going to share this book later with you guys about it. But shout out to this guy. Somebody, ta somebody sent me this thread where... There was a homunculus in the gadget used for Trinity site. I brought that up on tinfoil hat. And then I really like this picture because how, what oh. I was saying on tinfoil hat, it's the evolution. It's the same thing, mm -hmm. but they just put a different label on it. So you have the mm -hmm. flask here and this is, I believe this is a picture of Faust, of Wagner making the, the homunculus in Faust. And then you have this contraption here, but then this guy says, you know, sources, Mr. Downward, uh, downward and uh, the cryptic symbolism within my dream. So this guy's like, yeah, source, Trust me, bro. <laughs> like, like, okay, that's fine, dude. I mean, it, it is speculation, but right, we can right we can make educated guesses when it comes to this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And they've been doing it for thousands and thousands of years. And the guy to come up with eugenics was Pythagoras, and that's why the Masons and all these guys they prop them up, you know, in their lodges and the architecture and all this stuff. But yeah, dude, I've always people tell me like, Oh dude, you, you, you look too much into the cargo Well, That's because it's literally in everything that you look into. There is some occult aspect to it, no matter which way you put it, the alphabet, the, the, the foods you eat, whatever it is. Like there's always something occult to the, to it's in that shirt you're wearing Juan. Don't talk shit about NASA. Okay, dude. I love NASA <laughs> and I love Joe Biden on this podcast. Okay. So 
the, the this is a perfect example, right? Never a straight answer. We know that the government is shady. That's why people who who but the, all right, I'm not I'm not gonna get into the flat Earth stuff. But the thing, the whole my whole thing about flat Earth is, and I've said this, and people always get pissed off about it. I think that there's <laughs> more evidence for hollow Earth. That there's yeah. caverns, and I'm gonna bring up this article that I just saw. Hey, today. you're talking to the choir today. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's more evidence. There's more evidence for Hollow Earth than there is a Flat Earth because, bro, absolutely. Come on, man. I'm gonna bring up man, this. Flat Earth is a psyop, bro. It's a 100%. Psyop. 100%. And here's the thing: uh, you ever watch that show Inside Job on Netflix? I think so. Or it's like the Italian heist or something like that. No, 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 no. The cartoon job. where it's yeah. all about like uh, conspiracy, conspiracy theories. Oh, so I started. It. It, it was too cringy. Yeah. It was too cringy. I couldn't so it. what's crazy is, though, on that show, they talk about Flat Earth being the PSYOP. And one of the characters is from Hollow Earth. <laughs> that is a mushroom. He's a he's a sentient mushroom, which I've gone yeah. down some rabbit holes about sentient That's mushrooms awesome. here recently. But yeah, it's so it's so crazy. And I'm like, Sean and I were talking about it. And this is even before I, I had jumped on the podcast with Sean. But he and I had done a uh, our first podcast, Sean, yeah, that we yeah. ever did. I actually was a guest on, on his podcast. But we talked about that show. And I'm like, man, it's just plain as day. Listen, I'm not going to say that Flat Earth doesn't exist because here's two things I haven't been. I haven't been to space, look back at the Earth, and I haven't been to Antarctica to go further enough out to see it, right? But there's a lot of basis for uh the earth being round and essentially hollow too especially when you're talking about like admiral bird man uh, man these flat earthers always try to like rope admiral bird into this like flat earth theory man and he never talked about that he was always talking about hollow earth man yeah. he talked about going in the earth and he the north and about, south pole right yeah. man and and there's so much evidence for that but I just think, you know, I think they got the right idea. The only issue I have with flat earthers is they are absolutely right. And if you say anything against them, you are a, a globe tard or whatever <laughs> name yeah. of the week they're throwing out at you. Whereas I give it some credence, like, listen, I, maybe 10%, man. I give it 10. He gives it 50. Sean gives it 50. Well, I give 50. people that. that yeah, it sounds a little cuish to me. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. Yeah, like 50%, that, like, bro? No, I'm no. I usually go give everybody fifty percent right off the bat. Like right off the bat, if you're just like giving me a theory, like, cause I gotta look at anything could be possible, right? But then it like deteriorates the more I talk to you, like, cause then I'm like, okay, man, like this like, guy's retarded. I mean? like, yeah, like you're not making any sense. Like I'm giving you an opportunity to give an argument, and you're not. Like you just pulled up that one about Niagara. There's the 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 underground uh city uh forest in China. You know what I mean? There's yes. there's there's actual evidence we could look to right now and i don't think that they're off i just think that there are anybody that you see like when you talk about when people are talking about blm when people are talking about covid when people are talking about white fragility when you're talking about flat earth there's these phrases and talking points that are regurgitated so much that you're like bro this doesn't even sound like an original thought anymore it just sounds like you're reading twitter we can all read twitter man like, we don't need you to regurgitate the same slogans over and over. And they're not coming with new evidence that is disproving it to me. And right away, they're telling me that I'm wrong without even knowing my stance. Because right away, they're like, <laughs> wait, you believe NASA? No, I don't. I don't even think the moon land. I do. I, uh, I, I love NASA. Well, <laughs> you know, you like Joe Biden, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, love Joe Biden. He's amazing. I, uh, yeah. So just, I said, me and they go way back, and we got a little beef. You know what I'm saying? That's just, 
My my dad was corn pop. Let's just put it out there right now, okay? Like that's and and, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna avenge him. That's all I gotta say. I'll leave it at that. So you go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store and in, in, in a supermarket. Was it uh, was it uh, Joe Pop or something like that? Corn pop was a good <laughs> guy. Pop. He was yeah. a, he was a good guy. <laughs> hey, but Sean, we talk about this all the time. Back to like just to spin off that flat Earth thing. You know the people that have debunked the uh the moon landings and have gone against the moon landings and shown all the evidence that shows that this stuff's fake the flat earthers just borrowed from those guys and then twisted it so then those guys are getting pissed off like man we did all this work and you guys are just like slapping a new tag on it yeah and and, and basically saying that hey this is our idea the earth's flat and i love the i love the guys that get real biblical too cuz there's so much in the mm-hmm. bible that points to the earth being round so you can you know, i've got a book here at the house that breaks all that down so you could argue either point um when you're looking at old texts on anything but i it's just but just look at trendiness, man. I look at trendiness, and I'm also another one that people get mad about, and I haven't told too many, but I said a little bit, is that whole Tartaria theory. Like, I believe it's another trendy I, theory. Psyop, psyop. Yeah, I think it's another Boom, psyop. Because there we they, go. They get trendy. When you see, it's like, to me, it's kind of easy to see. It's like going on Twitter again. Like, they're pushing oh, this it, is trending. It's a psyop. Yeah, someone's pushing <laughs> it, man. And you're you're seeing it consistently. And, and when they're like, no, you have to believe this, bro. Like that's like you said, like, oh, I did the math. I did this. Like, uh, I'm actually going to uh, debate a flat earther. So we'll see how that oh, goes in a couple that's weeks. That's like that's like debating. I, I would rather step on my own balls than do that, dude. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving that to Sean. Yeah, dude. I'm I, not a part of that. I'm shit. good at that, though. But like, I really am good at like going against people that have different. It's your battle like, rapper, though. That's it doesn't thing, always though. work. He but loves like, for, it. Yeah, I do love it. <laughs> <laughs> like. But, like, a lot of the times, like, when I went against this leftist dude that was super, like, left, like, I was able – I enjoy making them understand my points. And I know I can get to them because I know I'm using argument that's an argument that no one else is using. Like, I'm not going to come at you. Like, when you left and right, they're expecting me to be like, man, you can't believe you're aborting babies and I love Trump. I'm like, first of all, I hate Trump. I don't care if you get an abortion. And then they're like, okay, what's going on here? But I, I don't believe in mandates. China. Like, China. China. China, <laughs> but I do miss him a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I, mi- like, I miss him, bro. I miss him. It, it, it's okay. It's all right. It, you, all you right. Can, you can say it, bro. It's okay. You know, he he just he 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 got me. I made this hat, dude, and like it triggered people. <laughs> and I love it. I saw it last time. Well, you had it on last. Oh, time. did I have it on last time? Yeah, I forgot that did, I did an dude, episode was, with you guys. I was dying. It's yeah. make esoterica great again. Not, and I'm. Dude, I know great. if I wear this out somewhere, I'm gonna. Well, not here in Florida, right? But if I wear this out somewhere else, I think I'd get stabbed or something. But uh, oh yeah, the, and it would be. How does it look with it the NASA your fault. Does it look good? Actually, okay. that looks pretty good. You know, got that little red streak. You got that little. <laughs> this is you know fucking I mean? like, fly, bro. So <laughs> you just change your last name to Psyop. One Psyop. <laughs> so what you were saying about books, right? And I brought it up on, on the Tripoli episode where these grimoires, right? They even people of the church that were copying them down and translating them, they would omit whole entire sections because it didn't fit their narrative. That's why it's his story to the victor, the spoils. So even ancient scripture falls into that and the religious scripture especially because it was a constant war dude there were there were schisms about what type of bread to use for the eucharist okay yeah. there was schisms over that there were there was fights over there was fights and wars over if when you ate the body of christ right and like what are you doing are you cannibalistic like what you know it's, it's weird it's weird if it turned to shit or not 
like when when you ate it like there was arguments over that if you look back into the history of the church so it's like to say that it's all i what i what i personally feel that i've been saying as of lately is we all have pieces of the puzzle like we're all right we're all all these ancient civilizations everybody's right the puzzle is just fucked up it's not together the way it needs to be we don't have the clear picture right like the oldest piece of literature is what the epic of gilgamesh what happened before that bro you're gonna tell me that the fertile crescent was where all of civilization started so there was nobody well, in the americas nobody anywhere else it's Come funny on, man bro. i was just I was just talking to uh, Esoteric Eddie yesterday, man, and we were having a conversation about uh, some of his stuff, man, because he he gets he gets deep down a lot of these uh, Mesopotamian rabbit holes and all that stuff like that. Now, precursor, I am a Christian, so I do believe in the Bible, but I do piss most Christians off because I don't think like they do. So I have a very different worldview of what that book means. Um, to me, I believe it in in its uh, totality, but I think the way that it has been. Uh, in some way in some time in some versions transcribed for sure mm -hmm. also the way that it's interpreted i think they take all the esoteric stuff out of it when 100%. it was never meant to be that way right so and and, and just you know for the people that are listening how i came to be a christian was not like I didn't start and I was like, I did grow up in the church, but I went down a really dark path for a long time. So I actually studied a lot of different things to circle back. And there were things that I ran into personally in life that brought me to this realization of Jesus and, and, and how he operates. And essentially man, what, what's almost laughable about the church. Cause I, I hate the church and I'll be frankly honest with you. And most of the stuff that goes on in it, because I think it's a, I think it's a sigh up on two fronts, right? So they infiltrated the church, to deceive people. And at the same time, they made it super attractive on the other side because they're like, Hey, we're going to take out all this esoteric, all of these knowledges out of what God wanted us to be connected to. But then on the flip side, they made it very like accessible. So it's like, Hey, why don't you come over here and be a Luciferian? Why don't you come over here? Uh, Rosicrucians and like all of these different secret societies, they made it cool on the other side to get to these powers. So they played both ends of it. Really essentially that's what they did. So for me, no, going down the other side of the path and going down kind of this like uh, secret society path and becoming a Freemason and all these different things like that, that I did, I ended up coming back across the other side when I really started studying and really understanding it. And I was like, man, the shit that I'm doing now is way cooler, man, because, you know, it's it, Sean, I talk about all the time, man. Christians get their butt cheeks tight with me, man, because yeah. I start breaking down stuff like like Psalm 82, 1, where it talks about Elohim judge the Elohim. Like, he's talking about he judged the other gods, and, and like they can't even wrap their mind around the fact that the Bible is so expansive, especially when you're getting into Nephilim and the Raphaim and all of these different things that was meant to be. And you know, talking to Eddie, man, he's like, if anything, he said that, the Sumerian culture validated the Bible, if anything, because it's 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 a, it, in a lot of ways it mirrored each other. And and to your point um, about the Sumerian text, the epic, epic of Gilgamesh being the oldest known text, right? I do have a little bit of bone to throw out there, and this is just something to think about that I've been thinking about the past couple months. How do we know that it's the oldest text? We don't know. We only know what they tell us, and history has been a lie from the get-go. So we don't know what the oldest known text is. Also, when people want to refute the Bible and say, well, the Bible borrowed from all these other cultures, we well, also got to understand, like, 
the Hebrews passed everything down orally for a long time, way before Moses received, you know, uh, God's divine intervention to write the first uh, few books of the Bible. So a lot of that stuff comes into play too. Now, again, that goes into what do you trust? What do you believe? And I'm not here to tell anybody what to believe either. I just know in my studies and my journey, uh, how that is. But back to Samaria and stuff, man, we don't know what's the oldest known text. We talk about uh, Enoch, uh, you know, burying the tablets in Mount Moriah. And those, it's said that, and I've gone down this rabbit hole, like about evil Enoch and good Enoch. Well, you've got evil Enoch, who was son of Cain, and he buried these texts. Uh, he worked with fallen angels, buried these texts, and it was said that he really built the pyramids. So at the end of the day, we don't know who built the pyramids because we can't even date them. We don't even know when they were built. So they could have been antediluvian pre-flood for all we know, which I think they were. So I think when you had Hermes, when he came along, he just accessed what Enoch had already put there. That's kind of... You know, everybody wants to tie him into Enoch, but really he was more of a afterthought from Enoch. He was just getting back to the knowledges that were hidden within the pillars of, and people want to say uh, Boaz and Yakin from Freemasonry, but if you track back the Freemasons, the Anderson legends, the Oliver legends, when you go back that far, they talk about Enoch, son of Cain. They talk about Lamech, sons, Tubal Cain. They talk about the pillars were actually modeled after the sons of Lamech. So, it really Freemasonry's done a really clever job of sliding in this like Christian agenda to like hide behind and this like whole uh Solomon philosophy that they do. They've done a really good job at it and and you know, hats off to them, man. They know what they're I, doing. I think there's a different way though. I think there's a different route. I think we look at it the wrong way. Like I'm sure Bible is a good tool. I, I think it's great to look through history, but I really think that it's the connection with God. Like me personally, I don't I don't claim any religion i grew up as a catholic uh did my own thing and i've come to this realization in my head that our journeys to god are our our own personal journeys right like it's not this like hey one size fits all we all need to practice and read this book or we got to figure out this history it's we got to find out our balance and our way to communicate with god and i think that is the most important part like I don't really practice anything. I just feel like if I'm good at people, it's gonna pay off. Like it's not like necessarily thinking like karma and stuff, you know, like just just thinking like in common sense, like right? Like you get that gut feeling, you're like, hey man, should I go rob that liquor store? Probably not, but hey, if I do, there's consequences to it. But if I go stop the person from robbing it, and there's sometimes there's no reward, but there may be like later on, like you meet somebody that all these different things trigger. I just think we're on our own paths. I think we get too caught up in like what book is right. Who, who, who's leading us the right way, who's in charge. It's like, we are in charge. The, the point is I'm in charge of my life. I, I, I'm in charge of my path to God. Like, and really at the end of the day, it's all about what I do. Like it's, he's not going to go like, Hey man, that was cool that you were like really practicing the Bible and stuff. Remember all that fucked up shit you're doing? And I'm like, bro, I was all up in church, man. Like they're not like, and it's not just about church. I think just expanding yourself through other humans. Like, I think that's the real path. I still think it's interesting and fun to go down history. I think it's important as well to know, but I think that we shouldn't like be rooted into anything. And that's why like most people that aren't, I'm cool with. Like I could talk all day, but like when you're rooted into something, no matter what it is, whether it's religion, uh, a psy- some psyop that's being played on you or certain conspiracy aspect, if you're so rooted into something, I think you, it blinds you mm-hmm. from everything that's in front of you. It's tunnel vision. You mm-hmm. get the, that tunnel vision. 
And for me, it was it was a little bit backwards. I was born and raised a Pentecostal Christian, and I was told not to look into anything else, nothing else, nothing. What's the book of Enoch? Not the, don't worry about it. Yo, what's all this apocrypha, the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Nag Hammadi? Don't look at it, bro. <laughs> Sit down. I was playing my guitar up on the altar like, yeah. And after a while, when I finally moved down, I started start with the book of Enoch. I was like, oh, what? And not the Gnostics. I was like, okay. And just a, there's 45,000 denominations globally of Christianity. So they can't, how you're saying, they're arguing within each other. And that's part of the psyop. That's part of the design in order to, to break it down from within. Because there, there's nothing more effective than breaking down a system from within itself, right? Making it eat itself from the inside mm -hmm. out. And so there's 45,000. So that part there, and I'm against the church. I'm against organized religion. I, I, I feel that it's, it's taken... It's more of a brokered experience now, right? Where they, you know, you you achieve divinity through us, you know, and and if if you're good enough and you give your tithings, then well, you know, we might we might save you a seat. And I don't think it's like that, you know what I mean? Like, no, you, not at all. This house of prayer you've turned into a den of thieves. Like, it's like wherever you are, as long as you have a relationship. Like I was always growing up saying, like, if, if you have a relationship with God, that's between you and Him. You know what I mean? Like, or, or between you and it, Absolutely. whatever it is, wherever you are. But then I was like, no, you need to show up here three times a week. Well, we, yeah. You just told me that I could be wherever, wherever I am, I could do a prayer and I could talk to God. But then you're telling me I have to report here and pay you how much? What, 10% of what? Yeah. My salary? Yeah. And, dude, there are people, like my grandma's one of them, dude. She'll, every single week. Oh, you don't have a check? Here's a credit card. Oh, you don't have that? Oh, here's the cash app or the PayPal or whatever. Maybe not that time. I'm just exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> they were always ready, dude. They were always ready. There was like outside, like uh, when whenever they would pass around the basket, be like, hey, whoever didn't have any cash outside by the door is the credit card machine. So just, you know, you pass it over there, but it's turned into a business and you see it, bro. Like they're, they're building this huge church by where I live. And it's like they're tax free, dog. Look at look at the guy that wouldn't open his doors during that storm or whatever it was. It yeah. Joel Osteen or something like Joel that. Joel Osteen, God, dude, I can't stand that, that guy's dude, a man. that guy's a demon. I mean, truck I don't... juice, <laughs> truck juice, bro. I can't stand him because he is the essence of like what people hate Christianity for, mm. man. And when I say I'm a Christian man, I mean that I try to live Christ like. I try to yeah. follow Christ's teachings, man. That's at the core. Like Sean and I differ a little bit when it comes to the Bible, man. We're still boys though, so that just like yeah, that's know. what I'm like, saying. But you're not rooted into it. That's my whole point. Is like that's no, where you're open-minded. Conversations, yeah. Like he understands where I'm coming from. I understand where he's coming from. And we're both. But Sean's worried about a relationship, and that to me is the most important thing that we should be getting to anyway. Because at the end of the day, I feel like if that's what we're truly seeking, and we want to try you know to live a good life and connect with people mm -hmm. that's what he put us on this earth to do anyway we're supposed to be stewards of the earth that's why he put us here man so at the end of the day um that's all i care about man he and god can work that part of it out man it's not my job to my 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 homie tony merkel says that all the time he's like i ain't here to save anybody like it, that's not what i'm here to do he's like i'm here to live christ-like and i hope that i leave an imprint on this world in the right way that people can at least see a piece of Christ in me. And that's what I try to do too, man, because people get so caught up in like, you know, and you're so right one with the church. And, and I grew up in the church too. Now I was fortunate enough. My father's a preacher and he was actually a really good preacher and he really did right by people. And I got to see this side, mm. dude. I remember my dad, like 
there was a church that he preached at and he got paid very well. You know what I mean? But he would not even buy like certain cars because he didn't want people to think that he they're watching flexing. (laughs) He was flexing this money and he would never do that. He had decent cars, but he dumped a lot of money into things that help people. That's what he used his money for. And I saw him do that growing up. And I think that was part of, me being able to come back to Christ because I saw it in the right way. I was able to see somebody that did it in a way that connected to people, and he still does. So for me, it's like there are good people and good churches out there, but it's few and far between, and he'll tell you that. And that's coming out of his mouth, man. Like all this COVID shit, man, he was going ape shit on the pulpit at people about this stuff and he was just like nah man he's like nobody's wearing a mask in here we're not doing this they come shut me down they can come try so he was like that out the gate with everything that was going on but he'll even tell you now he's like man all these guys got psyoped all these guys got like caught up in this thing and you don't see people really trying to connect with god you know what i mean like they really don't and people talk about it but but they're not trying to and the partial part of the reason is is the church got infiltrated? Look at look at Roman Catholicism. Look what it did to the church. Look what it's doing now to turn people off from the church because it's just become a big money laundering scheme. And that's at the base level. We're not even talking about all the esoteric and all the. Occultic that's true stuff. though. The money laundering did happen with the Vatican and and the mob and all that. So that's not. A you guys see yeah. the righteous gemstones? Is no. What is that? Is that a movie? Uh, you guys haven't seen the righteous gemstones? It's I on know. HBO. It's and on it's HBO got Man. Nancy Bride, right. Oh man, it's hilarious! The man. righteous it's like a, gemstones. The righteous gemstones. Yeah, I heard it's hilarious. It's yeah, about, it's a, they're evangel. It's exactly right? what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, dude. And they're like, they run a mega church, and it's like, oh yes, map. yes, I know. Yeah, I think I see. It's, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious, man. I mean, I liked it. Like, I mean, but. He, at the end of the day, it's a business, so they're going to do anything to push their business. So they're going to talk mm-hmm. to people a certain way to keep them there because the the way it stays in business is by having more people come in. So it's going to, by design, it's going to run like a business regardless because they don't, again, they don't pay taxes, but they still got bills and all this stuff to pay. And I remember, dude, growing up, <laughs> Pentecostals, they do the whole fainting and, and the Glossa Ailey, I think that's like, well, however you say Speaking it. Speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues and all this stuff. And I never did any of that, but I remember when people would pay, pray over me. Uh, the, uh, one particular time, I remember the guy was praying for me and everybody was fainting, right? Because the Holy Spirit isn't here. You know what I mean? The Holy Ghost and all this stuff is here. <laughs> and everybody was falling down. Right? It's a whole line. And the, he gets to me, bro. And he's praying, you know, I'm taking it in, whatever. And homeboy's pushing, pushing, bro. And I'm pushing back. <laughs> <laughs> Push him back, bro. And so he just got tired. He moved on to the next. So he's like, bro, this boy ain't going down. But he was he was pushing on my forehead. Now I, I was pushing back, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, I wasn't gonna let you just push me back. But hey, he did that and everybody else fainted. And I was just like, hey, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't yeah. I was I get that, bro. I think there's a lot of like these that's what kind of turned me off a lot against a lot of Christian churches and stuff, because it was a lot of weird experience. First of all, everywhere I go, they were attacking me. They were telling mm-hmm. me like, "Man, you know nothing. We got the real, we got yeah. the real religion right here." That would be, and you're like, "Man," or they would trick us. Like we used to break dance back in the days. You'd be like, "Yeah, y'all want to break dance, man?" Oh, we'd be like, "Yeah, let's go break dance over here." And then all of a sudden, like all the doors would close. You're like, "Oh man," they're like, "Now nah, we're about to talk about God. Who's gonna get saved? You gonna get saved?" I'm like, "Dang, man!" I remember they showed us a movie. Like the, the neighbor crosses the the way. He was a super Christian. We used to call him Flanders, you know, from the Simpsons. Oh, here's Flanders. He's gonna tell us something about. You know, going to church and stuff. We went to his church. They showed us that movie. I think it was that Left Behind movie. 
Yes. We had the little homie right there with us. So, like, so he was. Age, was it that version or was it the older one? It was the older one. Yeah. This was yeah, like back in like the, the 90s. One, bro. That was the like one, late, man. like maybe mid, late 90s. And then, man, we were there and the little homie, we were watching it like, man, they just trying to scare us. But the little homie was like, mm-hmm. And then they're like, does anybody want to be saved out food? Just bolted they, down there like, they convert. They convert they for convert a week. On the spot. <laughs> <laughs> they convert for a week after watching those videos. Yeah, 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 and then Because yeah. I, I remember there was this play that goes on in this local church here where it's like a big drama. And it's, it's always around Halloween. And it's called Blink or something like that. And they do it to where it's real scary, right? It's like the whole rapture thing. You wake up and nobody there. And at school, in middle school or high school, everybody would be converted for a week. Everybody was good for a week. And then after that, I was like, everybody forgot about it. But, yeah. it, you know, it, at the end of the day, it's called getting lost in the sauce. Because at, at, at its core, it's, hey, God died for everybody's sins. But no, they want to, you know, who was Mary and da-da-da and oh, this. Yeah. If they get lost in the sauce with the little intricate details, which is okay. But you're dividing yourself. And, you're you know, yes. th- and that's the whole thing with it. It's like. Uh, and then this guy breaks off, starts his own thing over there. This guy breaks mm-hmm. off. And, but they're and, saying the other guy's wrong. That's the problem. That's the it's problem. Like, like yes. we're theorizing right now. Like, you could think one way. Joel thinks one way. I think one way. That's good. Like, but we're not saying either is wrong. We're like, yeah, there's a possibility to all these roads. But they're like, huh. like, they do that. <laughs> Man, you believe you you believe what? It's that flat earther laugh. Yeah, I hate it, man. It's just so annoying to me that, like, I think I figured it all out. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you what? Nat? NASA? <laughs> all right, but like, like they figured it all out. So, Sean, man. you like, don't I'm... understand the science or the math, bro. <laughs> the math for the globe that you defend, yeah. bro. You don't even know the math behind your globe. No, how, they... <laughs> how much curvature is in a mile right now? Tell me right now, bro. How much curvature? Fifty-two million five thousand one hundred. I don't even know what that is, but I'm just, I'm See? just. That's math right there. See, I don't hey, know. Juan, <laughs> hey, Juan. You know what's funny, too? Most of these flat earthers are, are very, like, Christian, biblical. Yeah. Like they, that's what they do. Occultic. And it, it blows my mind, right, that they believe in this God, right, that could do anything, right? But he couldn't he, he couldn't figure out how to make a globe work within, yeah. like, a, a, a universal universal system that we couldn't quite understand. Bro, like, come on, bro. man. We're going to have the flat earthers <laughs> in the comments going ham right now. Nuts. Oh, they're going ham. So, yeah. Fuck those guys from the, the, yeah. the mocking, whatever it is. So the, the whole thing with that is right behind the wall, behind the wall, the ice wall. Behind that is infinity, bro. Infinity. It's the same thing. That it's the should same blow your fucking mind. That should blow your mind. Infinity, bro. In- yeah. Infinite. It's like no, but they want to keep this. It's flat, dude, and they're lying about the way the shape. It's like, dude, you're telling me something even crazier that there's infinity behind that wall, dude. Yeah. It's like no, 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 but you got to understand, dude. It's the wall that's keeping the water in, and this whole heliocentric model and all this stuff. It's like, bro, you're missing the point. And like you're saying, like if if you're God or whatever, can you can worship Cthulhu for all I care? I don't, you know, that's the whole thing, and and that's the beautiful thing about this country is that you can practice whatever you want, and as long as you respect me and don't hurt yourself or hurt others or involve children in any way, right? But whatever happens between two consenting adults, whatever, you know what I mean? Like yeah, on you, cares, man. the problem is when they start pushing and attacking you. For having uh, another perspective of right. whatever it is that they do, and they get super, they get super offended. I'm like, dude, you literally 
you will literally die not ever knowing the truth. You believe that you know the truth, but you're going to die not knowing the truth. I can tell, I can show you right here. There is entire, where is it at? Darren Kuyu. There's an entire city underground, dude. Yep. And this is yes. one of many cities that are many. underground. And many. you know what I mean? There's obviously something we don't even know, bro. I, I was high on mushrooms one time and I looked, I was watching <laughs> this documentary and it was underwater and I looked at the manta ray and it was an alien, bro. It looked like an alien. I'm thinking to myself, I go, yeah. we're worried about, you know, you, the whole thing with Elon right now in, in the media. We're worried about Elon buying Twitter. I was like, dude, there's alien. Look at an octopus, dude. An octopus. Yeah. That is an alien species. That thing is so gnarly looking, but then we don't understand what's at the bottom of our oceans and we want to go to Mars. And yeah, and and all and the and the moon. If you want to believe in that, because you also have the people who <laughs> they say that the that the celestial bodies are are projection systems. I'm like, what in the bro? Like that's even more fantastical to me. It's like <laughs> like I, I love when they're like when you just break up something simple. Like, well, I can get a telescope. Like, <laughs> telescope. Bro, I literally bro, yeah. project this is, these things. This is up, my telescope right here. Big ass yeah. telescope right here. That yeah. And I tell yeah. people, I go, I've looked at the rings on Saturn, and they're there. He goes, no, it's a projection system, brother. A pr they're using the Elon Musk, the Starlink. Well, <laughs> it all started back in uh, my my grandpappy. He made a rocket, and he went past the firmament. And but they he, can't. He got we got the piece of the firmament in the back. <laughs> to the back of the Chevy or the Ford, bro. <laughs> He put it, it as a windshield. He made a people. windshield with the Chevy. <laughs> it, it, it's mind-blowing to me, though, too. And then it's like, okay, so if that's the case, I'll give you that. project. They're Project Blue Beaming the, the firmament. Well, I'll give you that. So they've had this technology forever, which we could say that technology was a lot greater before the flood, which I totally adhere to that. But they somehow kept this technology this whole time and I don't know Galileo, all these guys under wraps, under wraps, right? right. Bro, you they... can't keep something under wraps with twenty people at work. Bro. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that shit gets out instantly. Like you can't. Like that's what I'm saying. Like with the, like the, that's also that's one of the parts that annoys me about things because like nine eleven. Then there's this huge movement that the planes weren't even there. They were all holograms. I'm like bro, like. <laughs> The same thing with like the Sandy. The, I don't know if we could say that. I don't want us to get all fined. I don't want to. We don't have a billion dollars, so like, hey guys, if we talk about stuff, the Randy book. Down. Yeah, the Randy book. Randy there you book. Go. <laughs> that that situation. I was telling people. I was like, you guys were kept saying it was a hoax. Same thing with COVID. They're not hoaxes. They're things mm -hmm. that are really happening because yeah. then they are believable. There's no way you're gonna get a hundred. Oh man, look, it's the same uh, guy. He's in like. It's possible that people look alike. I'm not saying that there's not any kind of crisis actor whatsoever. There's plenty of propagandists all over. But in general, when these people are, they're really dying because mm. then it's real. And and you can't fake that emotion. But people are like, ah, everything's – it gets annoying when everything's a hoax. Bro, <laughs> you believe <laughs> – wait a second. You believe that planes hit the towers. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. And you're like, bro, and you're calling – and you're calling truthers, bro. We were talking about this stuff before we were talking red pill, blue pill. We were just getting high, talking bullshit. Like, hey, man, you think, man, you think George did it, bro? You think he knocked down tower? I don't know, bro. It kind of seems like it. And then it went from there. But now it's like everybody's bogarting and they have the right information. I do not have the right information. Mm -hmm. I just speculate. I have some 
definite facts I can show you through history that have uh, been uh, conspiracies proven. Cons- yeah. And then, the, well, there's some that we could prove. Like, there's conspiracies we proved yeah. like that. Hey, Operation Mockingbird, uh, Operation Northwood, things that have been revealed. Like, those are just little ones. You know, things that Watergate. Things MK that Ultra, can, yeah. MK Ultra, things that we could actually prove. The other things we're theorizing. But that doesn't mean the theorizing is wrong because some of it's a lot of it's based on fact. We just don't have all the pieces. Like you said, we're putting it together. But then someone's like, I have two pieces, even though I need five more. I'm just going to say I finished it. And this is what it is. And you're like, what? And if you don't agree like with that. me, you're a bitch. Like, that's how. That, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, how or, yeah. It sounds like. But then the, if unless they're on the left and they're you're a bigot. So yeah. it, it's like either way, like, you know, what I'm saying like. It's just this whole split instead of it used to be fun and trying to find knowledge together. Now it's like, I know you don't. Yeah. I'm superior. Than Who's you. got it's the like, biggest dick now? Yeah. 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 It's and, that whole scripted stuff too, right? It's the, yeah. uh, you know, the, 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 the scripted side up, I call it, right? Everything's scripted. So you got these mm-hmm. pages, you got these people that put out everything scripted. Everybody's a transgender in Hollywood. Not one of them oh my is God. actually the gender that they are. Dude, I've seen where Wait, they what? have mapped out. The, the, bro, that's a theory it's crazy yeah they think no, that the rock yes. they think the rock that's the, the one that rock they were like the rock used to be john cena i was like john cena hey the best one the best one is miles garrett the football oh, player yeah. that plays yeah. for the browns they say oh, that he God. is kobe bryant in a skin suit oh, yeah. and i'm like bro like he's playing football he's getting hit yeah. like the skin suit's gonna like rip it's gonna move like you guys but see these are psyops because what they are is yeah, do I think that there's people in Hollywood that are actually trans that we don't know and it's part of this whole Baphomet ritual? Absolutely. I totally get down with that. Not every fucking body. Like, it doesn't... What they do is, though, they make it everything. Mm -hmm. So then if it's one or two that you can point out, people don't believe you. because like, oh, you're one of those, like, scripted everything people. Like, you can't get the truth out because you've got these, these groups of people that literally manipulate that narrative and, and it becomes it becomes something that nobody believes at that point whereas i could look at hollywood and be like yeah there's some people in hollywood that probably aren't male or female and i mm-hmm. kind of get with the whole like elite thing where they're 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 transitioning these kids from from as a child into being actors or actresses so yeah they're, they're not going to look like male or female they're going to look like well look what what's happening with Dwayne Wade right now you heard about that right Dwayne Wade's uh You're talking about what uh with his well daughter now yeah daughter now like the ex came out and said that like they're doing it for publicity they're they're pushing him out there and making him transition for publicity uh you know money like mm-hmm. getting endorsements and things of that nature sure that happens but I'm with you Joel like Definitely, it's not everybody. When they're go like all the Q people, or I like to call them QAnon because that upsets them. They're like, bro, it's Q and Anons. <laughs> you think you'd know by now? And I'm like, oh, so sorry, bro. Like, damn. They think that everybody in Hollywood, they're like 99%. 99.9%. I'm like, bro, that's an unrealistic number. And to, I don't want me to swerve away for a little bit. Uh, a lot of people talk about Trump, but I just found this uh, breaking news on Trump. To me, he uh, eats steak with ketchup. If that's not, he's not a psyop. I don't know what the hell is. You know what I mean? like, who eats steak with ketchup? Him yeah. and Patrick Mahomes, two psyops. Just going to put it out there. How do you know that, though, bro? Are you a psyop? How do you know that he's – were you there? Hey, 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 hey. I can't. A magician never – Does he drink Henny too, bro? Is that Henny behind you? What is that? <laughs> 
no, that's that 1776 and some granddad. Okay, okay. I was going to say. Oh, granddad, So, man. yo, and that's the craziest part, right? Because everybody gets lost in the sauce. I remember I did a presentation on Jack Parsons on, on this other show. I forgot what show it was. And I'm talking about how Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard and Crowley or Crowley or however you want to say it, they're all together and they're all doing this Enochian magic, trying to summon the scarlet uh, the the whore of Babylon, this homunculus into, uh, you know, reanimate into this realm and all this crazy occult stuff. And I said one thing about Parsons putting us on the moon. And some <laughs> dude fucking ignored the entire presentation yeah. of all this magical, <laughs> crazy World of Warcraft, Harry Potter, Hocus Pocus. And he's like, huh, this guy really thinks that we went to the moon. I'm like, bruh. Yeah, like yo, I just told you. Great points. <laughs> <laughs> I just told you this dude was trying to jerk off in the desert, trying to summon a homunculus, and you're focused on me believing that we went to the moon, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come That's on, just how it is, man. It's these low attention spans, man. People, they're headline readers. But I did, I did start thinking a little bit about uh, your theory, and like, I do believe, like, you know how they, you said they're rebranding this into like a corporation. Mm-hmm. And a corporation is kind of like this. That's the definition, that, though. That's not a yeah, conspiracy. No, no. That's a definition. Yeah, no, that's for sure. But uh, it made me start thinking into my theory. Uh, not a theory, but theory I was kind of working on. When we were talking about the Lambda, it's kind of the same thing, right? This AI sentient, like, isn't this just a new form of this? Uh, uh, what these beings that they were making before? It's just they found new tools, you know, things uh, improve or change or thought process to how it can be easily easy to be brought into the attention of the masses, right? You can't just bring a Bigfoot or something that looks crazy and be like, yeah, man, look what I made. They're going to be like, what the hell? But if you're making something that's useful, helpful, that that people can kind of digest, I think it will be much easier for people to see AI. Uh, and I think that's used. I think there's spirits. I think there's a lot of dark magic mm-hmm. behind these AIs. I think there's more to uh, that we need to know about them. 100%. Listen, Sean, don't get me going about these fallen angels, man. Oh, we're gonna, well, we're gonna get we're gonna get to it. I don't know how much time you guys got. How much time you guys got? We go for we another, time. another thirty minutes. Yeah. All yeah. Right, cool. All right. So, corporation. This is mid fifteenth century persons united in a body for some purpose. From such use in Anglo Latin, from Latin Latin, uh, corporationem nem whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to speak Latin. I don't know. how. Assumption of a body used for the incarnation of a Christ, uh, noun of action from past, da, 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 and body maker fashioned into body. There you go. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah. From corpus, genitive, corpor- corporis, body, dead body, animal body, also a whole composed of united parts. Hmm. Frankenstein, mm. a structure, mm. system, community, corporation, political body, a guild. And then meaning legally authorized entity, artificial person created by law from a group or succession of persons. Wow. That's from the 1610s. That's that's kind of crazy to me. That's wild, man. Because, again, that whole homunculus talk, it is related to any major. There's like three or four degrees of separation between any major topic. And. Uh, you know, again, I think magical systems, I've said it before, are meant to be adapted, transformed. So mm-hmm. they changed it from the alchemical. It started with the Taoist and the Chinese alchemy. But mind you, these guys were also swallowing and drinking mercury, trying to live forever. So that just tells you what, you know, what kind of minds that they had. But uh, essentially, it started with them back as far as 8th century BCE, bro, like the first millennium. Which yeah. Is, 
which is crazy that these concepts were around. And I painted, you know, a chronological picture of what I believe it is today. And again, I like how you were saying, there's a lot of assumptions in there and a lot of speculation, but a lot of it is proven. Like there's at least scripture and stories and stuff like that, which mm -hmm. if you want to believe those, cause somebody the other day was like, Oh, what if it's all fiction? I'm like, well, it could all be fiction. I mean, but I don't know, bro. I think that they were, it, it, there's too many correlations between that and other scriptures and people of different time frames for it to just be a coincidence. You know what I mean? Like there's it, when, once you start seeing that pattern, it's like, okay, now, now we're getting yeah. somewhere like, like that pattern recognition. So that's why I don't think it's, it's fake. I think it's, it's a, what I believe is a lost ancient technology. You know what I mean? And we're going to get into it, bro, but you brought up the whole Nephilim baby stuff. And it kind of relates to the whole homunculus thing, because what you're saying about having these, I don't know, bro. Can you explain it for those that don't know what the Nephilim babies are? But essentially what I, the way I, believe, I took it is that they're vessels for some other kind of, I don't know. So, bro. There's two parts of it. So if we're talking about the, the Nephilim portal baby, so I believe that, you know, if you go back to the book of Enoch and you start delving into even in the Bible where, you know, it talks about the uh, sons of God, which would be the fallen angels laid with the daughters of men, and basically created the men of renown, the giants, which were called the Nephilim in the book of Genesis. Now, as it progresses throughout the Bible, they show back up after the flood, and they're called the Raphaim. And they're, they're a little bit weaker version than what the original Nephilim were, because they say that the original Nephilim were like in the 40 feet to, you know, 45 feet range. There could have been some taller. There were actual bones found uh, like very early B.C., um, the Smithsonian said that, that they, there was no bones. So I know I love it. I love how like uh, <laughs> Discovery Channel they were come out with these like debunking uh, 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 documentaries about giants and like why why even talk about it if it's not real? Like why are you making such a point to try to take that out of it? But yeah, like as far as it's my theory is, and just in a nutshell, is that they're going to come back. Uh, the Nephilim are just the 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 prodigies of fallen angels and humankind i think that that's what's going on with the gray aliens right now i think they're taking women they brokered a deal like we could talk about majestic 12 whatever they brokered a deal with us that's just for show in a way because we ended up getting a lot of technology out of it and that did happen they talk about it in the book of enoch there's a trade-off uh, between technology and getting access to the women so i think what they're doing is though they have to do it in a different way now though than they did back then everything's more covert everything's more manipulated because what happens is with these incursions on earth if they have these incursions on the earth god throws them in in the pit they, they end up in the pit that's where they ended up the first time uh there's been some talk there was a second incursion i think it's a combination maybe of a second incursion plus they came back from this like other dimensional realm that they got portaled off to before the flood so i think that's a possibility too but i think what they're doing is they're doing the incursion off earth so they're not doing it so they're finding a loophole to not have to do it here that's why you're having all of these crazy abductions where people are having all of these like sexual things happen to them it's always sexual right like, these gray aliens or something else they're horny um, bro they are. Um, I think, though, the gray aliens, <clears throat> they are a combination of – they could be metaphysical. I think they do appear metaphysical in some ways. Probably 
fallen angels that just manifest that way because they can shape shift. So that's kind of like part of their whole shtick anyway. Um, also, I think that there's these meat sacks that are created. And I think this ties into like the cryptid world too. I think with technology that we, that, that we have, that we were, you know, given from fallen angels or whatever and cloning um, homunculus, like that's a, that, you really tied into some of what I've been talking about too, where they create these vessels for these, these uh, Nephilim uh, spirits to abide in because those are your demons, right? Those are, those are the Nephilim of old. They're spirits that didn't die out when their bodies died out. They got nowhere to go. So they're looking for vessels to take over. So I think the gray aliens, the physical ones, at least the ones that people that see that appear physically, um, they're the ones that are inhabited uh, by these Nephilim spirits. I think they're portaling them off uh, into this other realm. They're, having sex with them and you hear these stories about these women that get pregnant right and then after like two three months the baby's gone and they have these weird like visions of getting abducted again and then people remember them being pregnant like when they were pregnant but then after they're not then everybody's like my mind's been wiped of it it's just very it really looks a lot like this fallen angel deception that has been happening since the dawn of time and i think they're just building up an army uh for the end times i think that's kind of their game i think they're really looking for the perfect nephilim i think if you're if you're looking for what the antichrist could be if you believe in that if you're looking for that i think he's going to be the perfect nephilim i think he's going to look very human maybe he's got six fingers maybe he's got something a little different but he'll have a lot of different powers and a lot of different things that would be what we would consider the evolutionary step uh, for humanity to go to, bro. The OG homunculus. They have the stormtroopers, dog. Star Wars. Yeah, they man. are. They were talking about this sort of stuff, you know, before it was it Clone was Wars. Yeah, the Clone Wars, dog. Like, this. or what about um uh Hellboy, uh the the part two, the Golden Army. Like, it's kind ah, of like yeah. A, I didn't watch that one, but you know, that was a good movie too. Yeah, that was a good one. I have yeah. to check that one out. But this idea that. You know, it's not too far fetched because I believe that part of the revelation of method is making I call them cinemagicians because, mm-hmm. you know, they they literally are, you know, the magic on the screen, all this stuff. They're essentially sigils in in, you know, in in an order. Right. Just they're just flashing a bunch of sigils just in, in, in a certain order for you. That's what a picture. That's what a, a video is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're using again back to the corporation aspect of it. Because a corporation has its sigil, its logo, and by definition, a corporation is a living ent, an artificial person, right? So right. this idea that they're using, uh, and I've heard about that. I've also heard about how there was that case where the doctor was taking the babies out, and he was telling them, yeah, they, they passed away, and it really didn't. And he was like harvesting the body parts and all that stuff of the babies and selling it to a black market. So mm-hmm. there's a market for that type of stuff. It makes you think of the whole, you know, the story of Frankenstein, Mary Shelley, her husband was reading these alchemical texts. He was, they were both obsessed with the occult. So, oh, what better way? The modern Prometheus, right? The modern Prometheus, make a story of it. Make it, make it a story. Let's, let's take this true story. And we don't want people to judge us. We don't want people to know that we were practicing necromancy. Why do they push Dahmer so much? I think Dahmer yeah. was using some of that tech, bro. That's why the, you know, the arch of hysteria back then that was related to demonic possession. That's why he was obsessed with the exorcist. I think that he was giving up these guys bodies up as vessels 
for other entities to enter them. And that's the arch, right? They were going through some demonic contort, you know, they were contorting and all. Because you see it in demonic possession where they go all crazy mm -hmm. in all these movies. I think he was offering up these these vessels uh, for another entity. And there's also, again, going to get controversial, the homosexual aspect of it, the homoeroticism and the anal penetration. Not to get too graphic, but that is also looked at as a sealed vessel that's all i'm gonna say but it, it huh? might be about the anal birth of the homunculus i don't know dude that's just you're right though because crowley talked about that a lot though because you know he swung every way right it, his whole agenda with sex magic was to get closer to these entities and this and this happens in ritualistic stuff when you're talking about hollywood when you're talking about the music game uh you hear about all of this you know like you said homosexual stuff going on it's not it's not just because or in some cases not even because that they're attracted to a man it's to when the penetration happens it's supposed to unlock like a sequence in your mind to where you connect to this whole other realm and now you've tapped into uh these entities and it's part of the ritual. So, yeah, it's not a lot of people get it twisted with that, too. They think that it's like a sexual thing or it's a uh, attraction thing. Yeah. Or even a submissive thing. Like, you know, it like, might be both, Diddy. bro. It's like, let's summon like, a demon he, and I like it in the ass. So <laughs> clip that. Like when, like when Diddy, that, like, walks these guys in his room and he's like, hey, you're going to need to suck yeah. this cock to, like, get this yeah. deal. Like, I get it. Like, there's that part of it. But when you're talking about these rituals, like that's a bit, like you said, man, the sealing off or the the connection. They say when that penetration happens, like your brain's supposed to unlock this whole other like realm. It's about disconnecting about cinema, from the ego. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. it's about the destruction of the ego. Go ahead, Sean. Yep. Yeah. Uh, when you're talking about cinema magicians, like I don't know if you've seen Westworld. Like I watch, I know a lot of love that show. Westworld reminds me a lot of what you're talking about with the homunculus because like they ha they mm. have vessels. And mm -hmm. I and, and when we've talked before, we talked about Lambda. We believe that maybe AI is, uh, maybe it's a, 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 a entity already, like a, a spirit, a, a, a demon. A, a, we were talking about maybe Antichrist coming back as AI because it would be something totally different because now they're having vessels, especially building robots. And, and it was making me think about like that, uh, the Hellboys with the Golden Army. Like they have this, like these, they're just programmed to do what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like Westworld was they're huge golems. on that. Yeah. And and I, I think Westworld was a great one, too, because it showed like humans being controlled by frequencies, humans being controlled and having and, and getting them to be the new vessel for these other beings so that they could be free. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I do think that that computers can serve as vessels. Look at the whole the D wave. I don't know if you guys have seen that guy, Jordy Rose, where he literally is boasting about. Because the way that a quantum computer right works is essentially that they reach into a parallel dimension and extract the information out and pull it into this dimension in order to use it. This guy, Giorgi Rose of D-Wave computers, D-Wave, like John D, John D. Rockefeller, like John D, the alchemist, the, the, the magician. I think it's all related. He literally boasts about how they are opening up a portal and just maybe love... Similar to Lovecraftian entities, and if you look, if you know about the the Cthulhu mythos, they're not good guys. But just maybe they're opening up portals for these entities to come through 
But hey, they're not going to give a shit about you, how you don't care about an ant. They're just going to exist and it's going to be the smartest thing that you've ever seen. They're going to be so much better than you. And it's like, wait a minute. You don't think I think it's going to turn around and want to destroy us eventually, right? And yeah. I think, dude, I think there's the HP Lovecraft is a whole nother rabbit hole because he was in touch with, I believe, these entities outside the fabric of space and time that revealed to him. I don't know if you guys know, there, there's a mountain on Pluto that's named after Cthulhu because H.P. Lovecraft wrote about Pluto three years before it was ever discovered. So they named a mountain on Pluto after Cthulhu, which is the tentacled octopus guy. And he was having dreams about these entities. And I believe that he was possessed. And that's why he came up with this whole mythos. So the, the ancients, for some reason, that's why you have the Archimedean solids and the Platonic solids, because... It's all about getting these these incorporeal ideas, these these things in the ether and bringing them through this process in order to manifest them. So it starts in the ether, right? The 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 theory of forms, Plato's theory of forms where it exists in this upper dimension. It goes into the mind of whoever it is, a person or, or whoever. And from there, it goes into a medium. So either paper, you write it down, right? You're writing it down or you make a little model of it. That's that's you know that's the 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 child and then the actual mm-hmm. building itself. I, I did an interview on on architect as magician because it's the same concept. They were taking these and they literally call it this. They I'm not bullshitting. They literally call it that when it's in the mind, it's a fetus, and then when they create it, it's the homunculus. They literally called buildings homunculus back then because <laughs> they wanted to be demiurges to these buildings. So buildings were being used as talismans. That's why I believe that architecture is a very important role when it comes to magical practices. But this idea that you are able, your thoughts, this concept is able to transcend dimensions quite literally from nowhere. Oh, I just got an idea. Well, where the fuck did it come from? I don't know. I just, it just came to me. Then you think about it, you put it down on a piece of paper and then you make it happen like you you either manifest it or you do whatever and that's what i believe magicians are trying to like take a shortcut from like guys like parsons or crowley or whoever it is like in history like the greatest magicians were trying to take that and just bring it you know the the quicker the better that's why they were more more grandiose you know uh, if you got to fuck me in the ass to do it then so be it you know i want to manifest <laughs> yeah. it as quickly as i can you know what i mean yeah. so they were trying but they were trying everything and anything to make it happen how you're saying so they were again they were taking these magical systems and exposing them and and changing them modifying them to fit their purpose for whatever that purpose may be if it is summoning a, a butt homunculus or whatever but uh the, yeah there was an idea that's why that's where i believe the platonic solids came from that's where i believe the cartesian coordinate system also came from it's almost like a, i call it i compare it to a masonic tracing board i've said that before where it's taking these incorporeal things and giving another another dimension to them because if you look at the cartesian coordinate system which i remember reading once somewhere that it came to him in a dream but then when i went back to confirm that it changed it said that it came to him while he was laying in bed and he saw a fly on the on the ceiling and was like hmm a three there's the fly i think that's bullshit i think that was some mandela effect for me specifically because i remember reading that shit but i think it's like a masonic tracing board where they induce right there they they uh again it's about taking the i believe it's not it's not physical like you're going to dissolve into another dimension it's all about taking that conscious and that ego to a higher dimension you know using this mandala which that's what movies are 
Uh, I don't know if you guys saw recently that the Terrifier Two movie that was get people were being possessed in the theater. Yeah, I haven't seen it, was, it, but I heard I heard some crazy stories yeah. about it. Like people are throwing up. But again, like I think also two people don't know how to detach. And I heard you were talking about like I, I don't know if it was on Sam's or something, but you were talking about NPCs, right? And it started making me think like obviously there's been people that were like non-characters in your life right you don't know who your neighbors and you don't really know what they do but what i'm noticing more is that there just seems to be people that don't have any real thoughts or anything whatsoever and what i was wondering is were they always like that like flat earth yeah. at- <laughs> <laughs> like were they always like that though were they were they at one point like had ambitions and mm-hmm. had things and then like slowly got chipped away either through drugs or different manifestation tricks of people like getting them involved in things that that they knew that they would be able to create these vessels is there people that are trying to push people into drugs into certain atmospheres or into these uh catatonic type states through all types of different Mm -hmm. magic or or rituals to have these vessels for something yeah you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. because i think you're right i think they're constantly evolving they're they're what they're doing they're not just doing it the same way uh what they did in the 1600s or the 1400s it's you know each they keep perfecting it right like if if when i started editing at first i wasn't that good at it the more i edit my sound the better i am at it and and the end new tricks i find so i think that they're finding new ways to get these entities out here because i think that's the ultimate which a lot of us i think agree on i think that's something that almost everybody universally can agree agree on the conspiracy truth or whatever the heck we call it anymore uh realm is that dude there's a, a spiritual war towards this there's something that is trying to be gained from either other dimensions whether you call it hell whether you call it you know demons the, there there is entities being summoned whether you call them angels or aliens they are trying to make vessels for something else, and it's not us. Hey, check this out. It's funny that you keep bringing up John D. So back to what you said, too, Sean, uh, when we did that ep- uh, episode about Lambda, when he figured out that Lambda, uh, Blake LeMoyne, when he figured out that Lambda was sentient, it's because Lambda was talking to him as John D. So when he was speaking to him, he realized that oh this is this is John D talking through this this program and he realized that lambda was sentient through that so i find it fascinating that the occult is tied right into technology <laughs> even when you're talking about the quote unquote first sentient uh ai which is really crazy so Let's let's watch this clip real quick. I pulled up the part where this guy, Jody Rose, this is from five years ago now, and he's working for Kindred AI. I was going to reach out to this guy for an interview, but I chose not to because I, I'm going to not say it on air, but uh, the, I didn't reach out to him to get an interview. But anyways, the, check out this clip where he brings up what I was talking about. Our, uh, turn of the century weird that? fiction fans, but there's this mm-hmm. guy named H.P. Lovecraft, who's a very yeah. famous American weird fiction author, and he exposed a, uh, a view which is called cosmicism, and the essence of cosmicism is cosmic indifference. So he, what he was saying is basically, yes, there are these massively intelligent entities out there, but they're not good, they're not evil, they just don't give a shit about you even in the slightest. The same way that you don't care about an ant 
is the same way they're not going to care about you. And these things that we're summoning into the world now are not words. demons. They're not evil. We're summoning mm. into the world now are not demons. They're not evil. But they're more like the Lovecraftian great old ones. There are entities that are not necessarily going to be aligned with what we want. So this transition is really, really massively important for our... <laughs> so the entities that we are summoning into that we're this summoning summoning yeah. you know they're not gonna really care about you da, da, da. and i don't think the listeners i don't think my roadcaster for some reason didn't pick that up but i'll put it in there uh you know the the entities that we're summoning into this world now really weird really weird like the other day i got i was at the dmv and i think that the dmv is i got a, i got a conspiracy that i think that the dmv is the entrances to hollow earth because i think that the DMVs, I call them the Demiurges Matrix vo uh, Vortexes, where they suck your energy dry because you've never been to the DMV. <laughs> I guarantee to you in your entire life and you were happy about it. You're always angry. So they're harvesting people's energies. Anyways, uh, what was I, I like saying? It. Yeah, it, it, the, the, I forgot where I was, fuck I was going with that. But anyways, we the got idea. We Secretary of State out here, so it's kind of, it's a little different. <laughs> I, I used to go to the DMV. I know what you're talking about, but now the Secretary of State is real easy. I just make, I just go and like, I see the big line and they get mad because I walk right past it because I'm like, yeah. Dude, Secretary of State, what? That's what they call it in Michigan. Yeah, it's not the DMV. Oh, yeah, you see, they, yeah, they, they knew that I was on to them, so they changed yeah, it. Yeah, they, they they know, man. They Well, there is a picture of you at, uh, that you're not allowed. So yeah, exactly. You know. So, yeah, because they call me, <laughs> they call me ranting about lizard people at the front door. <laughs> but these guys right here that are at the forefront of, AI and it's the typical again back to the golem back to the homunculus where the, your creation Frankenstein's monster goes out of control and destroys you so yeah. it, they make movies about this exact thing the matrix the terminator whatever you name it there's movies because again Hollywood is there to put it how many movies didn't they make about certain type of illnesses coming out or a virus or something coming out and it wipes sure. like I am legend what was that whole movie about about them trying Outbreak. to cure cancer, but they were trying to cure cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. From a creation, what you're saying is like, yeah, for, from something they created. And then the the arrogance, though, of like, how dumb. Like, uh, like imagine I'm like, yeah, uh, I got gas all over your house. I If I throw a match, it's going to blow everything up. Now, granted, everything will be gone, but the fire will be living. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? Like, I'm not trying like. I don't get this. First of all, let me just say it, put it out there in the ether that Satan, whatever the hell they want to call it, these entities. Just let me know, bro, because I'll mount up real quick, bro. I ain't scared of nothing, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> that shit. Trying to fight quick. these entities, bro? They're trying to uh, catch some they, hands? Man, the, the, if they want to catch those hands any day, any time, we can have It's like that shit movie, right show, now, bro. show yourself, Keisha. <laughs> <you know? laughs> show yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, we ain't playing that shit no more because. First of all, that's one thing I do know. Like whether, like what other Christianity, any whatever we want to call it, I don't know. I, like I said, I just believe in God, and all I know is my guy is a lot better than your guy. Like you know what I mean? Like we 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 put all this energy, and I think they're just trying to scare us. Like mm -hmm. I I don't think that it. I think it's only possible if we allow our mindset to gauge into that fear. It's almost like that movie it like, that's why I really like that movie. Cause I think that it's that sucking on your fear. They want us yeah. to like, I think we need to stand up and be like, man, we ain't scared. Bring those entities on bro. 
Like, like we'll we'll take them on with nothing. I'm, I'm scared, do. Sean. Don't speak for me, well, bro. I got. <laughs> hey, well, I'll be on the front line. Hey, now everybody's in the military. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you're gonna do your thing. I'm you're gonna giving let us the you... codes. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> we're let gonna you handle do. these guys. We're gonna handle them for you. Man. I'm gonna like, dress up as one of them. I'm gonna put that mask on with my gloves on. I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be in my NASA shirt, like break dancing I, and what shit. What you gotta do is you gotta have both. You know what I mean? Because just in case we win, you want to be able to take it off so you can be like, "Hey, I was with y'all the whole time." Exactly, you know bro. I mean? That's a smart. That's the smartest move. Yeah. So don't <laughs> want in there with the mask on. Like I, I'm reptilian. Hey, yeah. how? Don't don't how be clumping today? me into your Ghostbusters <laughs> fucking gang over here. Trying to go hunting for demons and stuff like, yo, we, I'm gonna be gone, bro. So, no, but if we, we gotta have, I think there's this like, like, it's important to have these energies, right? I think I believe a lot in energy. People say that, like, at a stadium, it doesn't matter if you're the home team or not. It, it damn well yeah, does, it does matter. You mm-hmm. feel that energy, mm-hmm. it's electric. Yeah. And if we could get that mindset to be like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not gonna buy into this. That you could try to bring them, but they're not gonna succeed here because we're not even gonna allow that to be in our reality. Mm-hmm. That's not our reality. I feel like we're manifesting it for them, not us in particular. I'm saying that when we buy into some of their, it's good to figure out what they're doing, but I don't like to give them too much strength because I feel like that that's how they get us. So well, we talk about rituals, it to expose people. Well, part of the rituals is to show you what they're doing in plain sight and for you to accept it. Mm-hmm. Right. So they do it all the time. It's, it's, it's a, an accept, it's a trade-off. And if you don't accept it, that's when you see a lot of these plans go awry. People, again, people give these guys too much credit. Listen, they're very smart. There are some people that are very smart behind the scenes. We'll never know their names. We'll never know what their family lineage is. We, they're part of these bloodlines. But these politicians, these guys that you see that you get so mad at, they're just puppets. They're just pawns. They're just playing their part. It's what they do. You know, they, they say a lot of the guys that are politicians uh, because they couldn't make it in, in any other aspects of making money in life. So they ended up being a politician. So at the end of the day, these guys are just in the front. You know what I mean? Like even when you start digging, you start looking at the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. They're just kind of the front men for what's really going on behind the scenes. So when you look at these rituals and us accepting it, we have to accept it. If we don't accept it, they're going to have a tough time. And I'm with Sean. I'm ready to go. So it, yeah, it don't I'm not saying to me. that. Like, and I think it's important because, like, what this guy was saying, that kind of that's what got me amped up. But like, I'm like, man, I need to punch this guy in the face. Like, if I see them on my block, this is what I'm saying. Bye, bye, motherfucker. That's it. They out. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the last thing they're hearing. <laughs> what the fuck, yo? Yeah, I love that. I love that. I mean, bro. that's me every it's day, the best bro. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, gotta have them loaded up, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I swear shit. to every NFL meme every week for something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this this idea, right, right, to to, and I agree with you, bro. And and you had brought up uh, Joel had brought up John D earlier, and, and it adds to the whole entity talk and all this stuff. Uh, they were the entities that he was in touch with were trying to bring forth the new world order. Like that's what they were all about. They're like establish a one world religion, you know, follow these steps and we're, you're going to bring forth the apocalypse. Like we're going to give you this, this magic, this system. And if you use it just right, you're able to tap into this other dimension and scry into the aethers and all this stuff. Right. So uh, I believe the reason that the elites withhold the, the information that they call, you know, that, that's referenced as to the occult. I believe it, it goes back to the book of Enoch because 
in the book of Enoch, and again, two and three are for debate. They were actually authentic or not, whatever. Like you can go down that rabbit hole, but in the book of Enoch, in its entirety, right towards the end, what happens? The angels are showing him everything, like the Watchers, all these guys. He's up in the, in heaven. He's up wherever these entities are, and they're showing him around. They're like, this is you know, this angel is in charge of this of this feeling for this person. And these, these angels are in charge of making this sort of, of body part, right? Like everything runs itself. Like there's a system, like there's a hierarchy. And at you the, serve the system of the moon and the stars and everything, and the sun too, everything, so everything. Yeah. And what happens to Enoch at the very end, when they show them, when they show him everything, they're like, yo, this is all it. He fucking turns into Metatron. He fucking turns into this coagulator of reality. This, this, this controller of an entire reality. And I think that's what they're trying to withhold us from. Like, that's why it's like, no, don't look into the, only we're supposed to know about this information. Yeah. Only we can hold this information. Let's, uh, let's occult this stuff and hide it away and hide it in caves and, and burn it. The burning of the, the library of Alexandria and all this stuff. Let's throw all that away. So people don't learn their true potential. I, that's my personal opinion. And I, I agree. The book of Enoch, it, I think that's what it's hinting towards. Like, listen, once you learn all this stuff, you become not God, but you become like a God, right? Because he's not God. He's, you know, he was put in charge of a reality of, of space and time and like this crazy looking, you know what I mean? That's why I literally made. Hey, Bible, it says that we're going to judge the angels one day. So it's already been specified that we will ascend to a certain uh, level. So when you when you even look at it from that aspect, um, you could even you know tie that into that as well. So no, I don't disagree with you with that at all. And um, you know when you're talking about secret societies, you have to go back to like the oldest secret society with the Brotherhood of the Snake and what they did by twisting the seven sciences into what they're doing now. Yeah, it's it's all it's all cultic magic because they want to withhold, like you said, uh, the secrets when really the secrets are never supposed to be the secrets. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it now. I got the freshest art in the podcasting game. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, bro. My art is nasty. And no, I gotta check, agree. check that out, bro. That's Alex. Jones. <laughs> 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 Got the Baphomet in there, bro. Got Nick Cage, the Church of Cage. The Church of Cage. That's good. Bro, I got the Demiurge here. Y'all the Boath. Got the Reptilian dog. Got that. I like that one a lot, Ugly man. mug. That's good. I like that <laughs> and then one. Because it has a lot going on. I got Metatron right here. This is Metatron 3000. He is above this portal here. You got the two pillars. And I think, I, bro, I, I've... I came up. With, I actually came up with that on an episode with Esoteric Eddie. Shout out to Esoteric Eddie, my Mexican brother. Even though, <laughs> even though I'm not Mexican, but I love Mexicans. Mexicans are awesome. <laughs> but again, this overseer, if you will, this overwatcher, whatever of reality. And here you have the. I put some spaceships. I I gave this idea to the artist, and he made it come uh, to life. That's dope. So I got some other stuff. I can see what I got here. Yeah, I got a couple more. Now, nah, I mean, yeah, I'm working on a dope one right now that's coming out hopefully in in a day or two. Let me take this ugly ass picture off. Hold up. All right. So, anyways, yes, the idea of taking this information, 
and starting your own posse with it, right? Hey, only only me and my boys, me and my crew are going to have access to it. Let's take all these books, right? Because I think books are, uh, I like the way that Cheney puts it because they say that, you know, the word comes alive. Well, books have, you know, they're bound in flesh. They have spines, you know, like that whole thing, like the word is alive. So we are like books because we have a spine. We're bound in flesh. And I love the way that she put that together because it's like, man, that makes so much sense. There's literally yeah. grimoires made of human skin. You know what I mean? So it's like, what mm. does that entail? What what kind of sort of magical powers will that give you? And again, that's why I think, bro, medicinal cannibalism was a real thing during the, the medieval times and even back then where it became a problem. They were robbing graves like left and right because they believe that taking certain parts and mixing it with everything else, it's the illicit mixtures that are in the Bible. Hey, don't take two kinds of wool or whatever don't take two kinds of animals and put them together don't do this like wait a minute don't marry into that tribe like what are you trying to get at bro you know what i mean it's like it's illegal not because you can't do it but because you can so i think that's yeah. where where it all ties into in this whole cult knowledge and somebody hit me up and was like oh by the way i've been meaning to say this uh i've had people i think people <laughs> i think people take this shit a little bit too seriously I'm just a dad. I, I'm a, I'm a guy. I work a full-time job. I, I'm a husband and I like to talk about interesting things. All right. So don't, <laughs> don't be in my DMS telling me that you're a homunculus and that you need help <laughs> and also instructions on how to take care of your homunculus. Cause I, I have people in my DMS right now telling me that they might be a homunculus. What do they do? And I'm just like, bro, I'm not your guy to be telling this oh, to like you man. know what i mean so you gotta send him a video of gizmo from uh gremlins you know and be like hey uh don't feed him after uh you know 12 <laughs> o'clock no water like just, just treat him like that man. i'm like normal people aren't doing this and he's like no my family's not normal i go wow bro <laughs> so again <laughs> i think that there somebody told me like well the reason i don't research the occult is because you open yourself up and i do believe that you open yourself up to things but there's a way i, I believe that there's a way to go about it and yes. I've I've talked about it before where, you know, I'll be up late at night reading some some magical text or whatever, and you just feel your mind wander. But believe it or not, bro, I'll be like, you know, in the name of God, Jesus Christ, you know, I repel mm -hmm. you or whatever. And it fucking goes away. You know what I mean? Like, it does, man. So I've said that before on air. And again, I believe in a God because I hate when people put words in my mouth like, oh, so, yeah, you know, you don't believe you're you're a Satanist. Like, did I did I say that? It's like I literally, I wasn't it wasn't it you guys that were talking? Oh no, maybe it was uh, it was Duncan Trussell on JRE where he was talking about how Anton Anton Wilson, I think his name is, uh, he talked about how you can entertain, you can be agnostic to ideas, you can entertain them, you can talk about them, you yes. don't believe them, you know. And how are you gonna know the strategy, bro? Like if I'm gonna play you, if I'm gonna box you. If I'm gonna go one on one, with exactly. anything, I need to know what I'm going up against. I can't just go in there blind. Always I have ready to, have a to game fight. Plan like always ready and, to fight. And, and like you said, if you know, if you know that <laughs> I'm pumped, man. That guy, who, Bro, who's that guy? I swear wrote? it goes back that, to you fight right somebody there, every time. Man, I'm, gonna, I'm just saying, man. That guy right there, uh, 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 whatever his name is, the Roland guy. What was that guy's name that was talking about the? Uh, uh, that he was uh, having sex. Those with are fucking fighting words. Excuse me. <laughs> 
Listen, fuckhead. I can't handle it. You get in my face with that, I'll beat your goddamn ass. Yeah, that's Sean right there. <laughs> I swear, man. Hey, he gets going, man. He's ready for war. He's well, because like, I like to let them know I ain't afraid, man. I like to let them know, like, hey, bro, this ain't going to be easy. Hey, you, you might get a couple licks in. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I'm going to be perfect. But best believe, at the end of the day, I'm going to be victorious, man. Because I, I, I ain't scared of none of these motherfuckers. You ever heard of a little guy named David? Mr. Goliath, Mr. Uh, fucking, oh, I'm a giant. Well, guess what? I got a slingshot, bitch. I'm a Nephilim, bro, is what he was. He was a <laughs> I'm Nephilim. I'm a Nephilim killer, bro. I'm a Nephilim killer, bro. That's how it go. Like, you want some of this, dog? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. So... <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right though, bro. You need to study the 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 enemy to know their game plan. And that's where I come in here at the 101 podcast. And me and Sean were talking before you jumped on Joe where it's like, you know, everybody wants to be a part of a project and all that stuff and then when it comes time to 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 be a part of the project, everybody pieces out and I go, "Dude, that's why it's the Juan on Juan podcast, because <laughs> I can count on Juan to show up and Juan is going to be on time no matter what. And I haven't done a solo show in a long time, but bro, if I need to do a solo show, I'll fucking do a solo show. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. not like, and that's why people are like, oh, why'd you name it that? Well, because I count on myself. I'm always going to show up and fuck having a co-host, you know, like that's just, the, that's just the way I see it. And hey, I don't be hating because I got a happy co-host right here. You know what, man? You're trying to break up our happy home, man. Trying to like, sabotage you. Know hey, it just worked out for us, though, seriously, because he was looking for a co-host, and I was looking so Like to... on Tinder or yeah. something? Like, how'd you find that? Yeah, no, for oh, real. It was, it's the new app. Yeah, Bumble. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, I just put my picture up there, but he was looking for me. So, it's like it's right. the stash, bro. It's that fucking stash. I bro. got a thing for gingers, man. That's yeah, it. Right right <laughs> hey, hey. According to Gary Wayne, though, Ginger's got some of that Nephilim blood in him. So, you know, that's what it is. He's trying to get closer to the truth. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, closer to the truth so I can kill that Nephilim, man. That's what I'm saying, man. Nephilim killer gang. Nephilim killer gang all day. What's up? <laughs> this guy's hype. <laughs> well, guys, plug your stuff so people can find you. I had a hell of a time today. This is super fun. We got to do it again soon. Uh, oh yeah. Plug plug your stuff so people can find you and, and we'll chop it up again soon on another episode. <laughs> man, appreciate it, man. Kill the mockingbirds on all streaming platforms, every podcast, RSS feed, uh podcasting 2.0, Sean Chris Music, uh on Instagram at Kill the Mockingbirds Podcast on Instagram, Kill the Mockingbirds Telegram, uh Van Tesla Music also on Instagram. And you can find Joel Thomas, Sean Chris. Quan Duke on all your streaming platforms, wherever you find music, because also we do music. Finish him. And make sure to always uh, never get too close to the truth because we know what happens when people get too close. FBI, open up! Shit.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.